T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I think Michelle had a really interesting thought there on the likability of the Cavs. And it's so funny because you follow that up by asking her about the Browns, which she was like, oh yeah, that's a team I'm going to hate watch for a while. And I thought she did a really good job of it's not necessarily even just what Deshaun is accused of. It's that the Browns, while everything was still going on, gave him that kind of guaranteed money. I I think the rebuttal, Dustin, would be that's the only way they were going to get him. But I like I think people have made this a Cleveland thing. Well, people are reacting this way because Cleveland traded for Deshaun. I think anybody that gave Deshaun a new contract, which was going to be upwards of 75% guaranteed, that was probably the lowest he was looking at, was three quarters of a contract being guaranteed. I think any team would have become a villain trading for him, but then giving him that kind of contract. I I, I don't think that's because it was the Cleveland Browns or because it was the, the Haslams. I think, I think the Roonies would be vilified for doing the same thing. I don't know. I, I think for sure, initially, they anybody who signed Deshaun Watson was going to take some heat. But I do th- agree with her, you know, latter points that, you know, the way that they handled it post-signing with the press conferences and just kind of like diminishing anything that happened, uh, it just kind of makes it a little bit worse. And on top of that, I mean, the Browns are an organization that, you know, since since Jimmy and Dee have owned the team, they've they've just not been able to get it right. You know, and, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, you drafted Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. you know, and, you, you, I mean, they, they gave Kareem Hunt another chance, which turned out to be a good thing for so Kareem. is it about trust in a way? Uh, what do you mean? Like, is it that, I mean, I know here in Cleveland we don't trust the Haslams a whole lot, mm-hmm. but is it about people looking at this and saying uh, – even before they did the press conference or the yacht show or whatever, any of the stuff that they did, was it that they just don't trust the Haslams, the ownership to to make it work or to do the right well, thing? Yeah, I mean, I I personally that that's my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's tough. It's gonna be tough to win when these folks are running the team and they've not had success and they've tried everything, and now they're just throwing something against the wall to see if it sticks, and it might. So I think what's interesting about it is we played Michelle talking about the likability of the Cavs. And that's something that I've heard a lot of people say, right? Last year, he called his two teams that he, he thought were uh, Bill Simmons, his his league pass teams, his favorite teams to watch on league pass that weren't his Boston Celtics were the Cavs and the Hornets. By the way, both teams collapsed. But like the Cavs still have that, that likability factor after adding a major superstar. That's pretty rare. That got me just thinking about, like, I don't know how many times you can say on any in any given city that there's maybe the, you know, three one of the three most likable teams in that town in a sport and maybe one of the three most vilified teams in that sport. Like, not in a small market, right? Like right now, I think Kansas City, I think I think people have finally got Mahomes fatigue. But nobody gives a rip about the Royals. Nobody's like, oh, I'm gonna we we're gonna offset our dislike of the Kansas City Chiefs for their immense success because that Royals team is likable. And they're not even on the radar of likability or dislikability. Can't name one player on the Royals. Um, Milwaukee. 
Okay, well, Milwaukee's rough because they the Packers are not in Milwaukee. But, like, nobody's like, that Giannis guy, I love Giannis and I hate the Brewers. But so it's so rare, and especially in a small market, that you can say, all right, the Cavs are maybe the most likable team in the NBA and your football team we're, we're going to be rooting against. I think that's really interesting. And I, I just don't – we've never been in this position. Especially for a, a team in the Cleveland Browns that have they've won nothing. Yes. I mean, they've been one of the worst franchises in the last, you know, 30 years. If not the worst. And what's funny is, uh, up until two years ago, they were the little engine that could. Yeah, and people were like, oh, go Browns. Because of Browns fans. Yeah. But now, I mean, I think this is the first time I've ever seen in my life, just thinking out loud here, the first time I've seen Browns fans vilified. Or, or Cleveland fans in general. Like, even when uh, the the, the uh, jersey burning, which everybody took to mean that all of Cleveland because, burned their because jerseys. Because three people burned a jersey? Because Mike Polk did it. <laughs> Wasn't it Mike? I think it was Zumach. Okay. Sorry to both those comedians for confusing them off Cleveland the top of my head. man. Good dudes. Very funny. Funnier than me. That's not that hard it's to It's not do. hard to do. Yeah. Well, thank you. You know what? I can We're say We're on the it. same page today, Yeah, man. we are. We're right there. That's some ESPN going on. Yeah. It's because Michelle was just on. Yeah. She used to be there. Um, I think it's the first time I can recall, and it started like, speaking of ESPN, Sarah Spain. Browns fans getting the autographs by Deshaun Watson. That was That's the first time I can really recall Cleveland fans being vilified since what? Tencent beer night, disco night, disco demolition night? Bottle, Bottlegate. Bottlegate. Yeah, that, you know, that's a great point. It's the first time that I've seen Cleveland. The organization has been attacked. But the fans have always kind of had or mostly always had a different relationship. Like, uh, and, and let's compare it to like Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Philly fans are criticized and um, villainized as much as that, probably more so than teams. We talk Philly fans, you're like, ah, snowballs at Santa Claus. They booed Pete Rose. They threw batteries at what was the other one? They threw batteries at somebody of repute. Like that's the kind of thing you talk about. With Browns fans, it's always kind of that, and it is a backhanded compliment. It is, oh, well, they just love their team no matter we how. We had a bad parade for an own sixteen team. Okay, that was sarcastic. That was a sarcastic parade, and everybody should know it. I've no problem with that. That was hilarious. Well, yeah, but people actually it's like the, the the jersey burning. It was a bit. Yeah. It's a really funny bit. And then people outside of Cleveland are like, oh, they're celebrating it. All right, jackass. Oh, thank you. Philly fans, Keith just uh, chimed in via the... Uh, Philly fans are not great, man. They're bad people. They're flipping cars and stuff. Yeah. We're, we're not in college anymore. It's a society. Yeah, I, I just can't even... I But you're in Philly. It's, it's really just, not a society. No, it's not. I I've never seen a more accurate representation of a city of a show than Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The difference never, never is seen it. those characters are not violent enough, but they kind of just do whatever the hell they want. They kind of just use and abuse. They're a little insane. And by the way, you couldn't pay me enough money to go to a Philadelphia sporting event in Philly. And, you and gotta like, do it once. And like where I mean like where Cleveland garb, and we're not even a rival. 
hey, go to a Browns game in Philly and watch the two. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to wear Nick Chubb jersey. Not going to wear Miles Garrett jersey. I don't want to get in a fight. Go incognito and wear an Eagles jersey? Yeah, like basically at this point, if you take your kids, if you're a fan of another team and you take your kids to a Philly and Eagles game, you're just you're basically paying somebody to beat your ass in front of your children. Don't need it. It's a lot of games, a lot of NFL games. To be honest with you, is it? Is are are the because I I don't NFL games are pretty. I mean, in most towns, pretty relentless. The tailgating and just the amount of obscene overserving that goes on. Am I am I sheltered on this one? Yeah, I think because. So. Well, I didn't even say, oh. say why I was sheltered. You got to give me the chance to say why I was sheltered. Okay, go ahead. Show, not, your, show, like, show your work. It's not like because. Uh, it's not like when I said uh, I'm not funny and then you would like write on it. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? So I have only ever experienced go to tailgate, see, I mean, Yinzer fans, uh, Bengals fans, Ravens fans. I've just only seen the communal thing where those fans are welcome. Like this year, I went to judge the uh, the mac and cheese contest, and there were some there were fans of all teams. That was before the Chargers game, but there were a couple Ravens fans wearing Ravens jerseys going to a Browns game. And oh, hey man, you want some mac and cheese? Come on over here. Like that's the only part of the tailgating I've ever seen. So like when I hear these stories of oh in the Muni lot, two Ravens fans got their asses kicked. I've just never seen that. Maybe I haven't gone tailgating enough. So I, I've always felt like that was more like, okay, Philly, that's where that's going to happen. The Giants, Giants fans, that's where that's going to happen. Like aggressive cities. I didn't realize that was like commonplace in just NFL games and tailgating. In the stands of I, I always just thought it was stupid, drunk, rude idiots from the East Coast. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh man, that that Jets fan wore a Jets uh, uniform. Uniform, good God, jersey in uh, Gillette Stadium. Got his booty beat. I remember pulling up when I was traveling with the team, the Browns, and we pulled up in Oakland. We were playing the Raiders, mm-hmm. and seeing the tailgates there. I mean, it was like scary. I just like who? I just I would be so happy that people came to my town. I, I wish there's a part of me that wishes like, you know, instead of a permanent uh, vacationer, you just be a perma sports fan. You just travel around and, and tailgate. I would just be so happy yeah, if I had pay a tailgate. No, no, no. I would just have enough money. I could oh, do it. You just want to have FU money and yeah, just travel the, the lottery all the plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is going to happen one of these days <laughs> soon enough. But I was, but like, I would always be like, oh, I don't care what team you root for. That matters when we go in the stadium. And even then I'll sit by and drink a beer with you. Let's go with uh, Johnny. Johnny, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? What's up? How you guys doing? Good, Johnny. All right, buddy. Hey, have you guys forgotten about the uh, Browns fan that tackled the uh, seven-year-old Jets fan back in, like, the Mangini era? I have forgotten. I I don't remember that. Yeah, it just sticks out to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these – I think the dog pound is definitely not what it used to. Uh, and for reference, I go to South America quite a bit, and I have gone to Peru versus Costa Rica, the national game. Oh, my God. Yeah, it looked like I was in the Raiders like stadium, whatever it is, the Eagles, the Browns, combined into one. So uh, Matt Damon tells a great story about going to a South American soccer game 
and how how like the, the like the protection that you have to have just to make it out of there when things go south. Johnny, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I, I'll I'll go back to it because we started with the Michelle Beadle talking about uh, the the Cavs and how likable they are. Can you can you guys think of any other scenario where they're in in a town like Cleveland, where there's a town that might be among the most liked, and the and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, another one of the pro sports teams that is maybe as hated or villainized, that's maybe the better way to put it, is where the Browns are right now. Guardians reliever Sam Hinch is now in the North Olmstead. Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Sam, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, happy to have you, man. I do want to know, just right off the rip here, we're going to rip the Band-Aid off. Um, it's Valentine's Day. It's it's also a uh, report to, to, to Camp Day. How did you massage this with your significant other? Well, believe it or not, it's actually my wife's birthday today as well. Oh, good Lord. Are, um, are you sleeping on the couch? How's this going? <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, so I had to kind of double up on the gifts and make it extra special for her. But, no, it's it's good. It's nice to be back at the facility, too, um, to see everybody, how they were in the offseason, and, and get back to work. So uh, with that, I, I, I am curious because there's a few things. We actually were just having a conversation about uh, uh, awful sports fans, and we mentioned Philadelphia. And so I know you're going on year three in the bigs. Is is there a uh, a sports fan or a town sports fan that you think of particularly as your least favorite to go play in, in the bigs? Um, I haven't played in Philadelphia yet, but I have heard um, <laughs> that their fans are, are pretty passionate. I think that's what we'll call it. Um, and I think uh, New Yorkers are a similar way. Um, especially during the playoffs last year, they were they were really getting after us down there in the bullpen. Um, but I, I mean, I think that's just who they are in in nature. Um, if you're from from the New York City area, that's just that's how you are. Sam, do you engage when when fans get on you, or are you one of the guys that just ignores it? Um, you, you try to do your best to ignore it. Um, sometimes some comments might go a little bit too far, and I think that's when you see guys. Um, kind of chirp back a little bit. I know we had a little incident last year earlier in the season in New York. I think the fans may have taken it, taken it a little bit too far, and, and that's when you see the players jaw back. But, no, I mean, you, you try to block it out as best you can um, and just got to understand that that's part of the game. We got to send you out there when, when problems happen because you're like 6'6", and you weigh like 250. I would imagine the second you stand up, I would imagine fans talk a little less. Am I right about that? Uh, possibly a little bit. I don't know if I'm the uh, scariest dude, but yes, <laughs> I, I try to impose a little intimidation uh, with with my size. Sam Henches, uh, Guardians reliever on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So last year was such a magical year. And even, I mean, man, I got to tell you, even in game five, I was like, they're going to do it. You get you get to the 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 um the the conference title round. It's gonna happen, and and obviously you guys end up getting bounced by the Yankees in the divisional round. When you when you kind of like look at all of last year, how do you qualify what that team was and how that team went from a team that not a lot of people had ex- expectations to to pushing the Yankees to a five game series in the divisional round? I mean. To be a part of it was a lot of fun, and, and you guys and other people of Cleveland and fans, um, I'm sure all thought that way as well. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a really good clubhouse, really good uh, staff, and everybody was very close, and um, 
that's what happens when, when you all come together. And um, I think we put together a good season. Again, we're very young. Um, so we got a lot of the same guys back. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of breakouts from young players like Quan and, and Oscar Gonzalez, um, just to name a couple. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun to be a part of, and, and we're looking forward to this year. How, given the pressure of a major league season, which, which starts off and it's spring training and it's, you know, you kind of ease into the baseball and then all of a sudden baseball starts and over the course of the season, the pressure builds and, you know, all the good stuff and all the bad stuff. And then you get to the playoffs and more pressure builds and then it just ends. Even if you win the World Series, it just ends. So after your second full season in the big leagues, how do you unwind like that? Or how do you unwind from from all of that pressure to all of a sudden you don't have to go to the ballpark? I mean, it, it is kind of difficult um, to kind of swallow, especially when, when you go out and you don't win uh, your last game of the season. But, I mean, it's just it's nice to kind of get that. I think the mental break is the biggest part because you're so, like you said, it, it kind of crescendos into the, the end of the season and everybody's all um, – very anxious and excited about what's going on and the emotions are high. And then, like you said, it kind of just ends. So you just got to, um, I think the mental, the mental checkout for about a week or a week and a half is, is definitely nice. And I think it's necessary for our sanity as well. Sam, do you get confused with the hockey player, Sam Hedges from Minnesota as well? <laughs> I do occasionally. Um, I actually, I just met him probably two or three years ago and didn't know, but we actually grew up like 10 minutes apart from each other. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, so what, yeah. how, how does that go? Like, hey, Sam, I'm Sam. Yeah, I'm yeah, Sam Henches. I'm was, Sam Henches. No, I'm Sam Henches. I mean, I was getting, I was getting a lot of, of tweets and stuff yeah. about him. People were tweeting at me, but trying to send it to him. <laughs> um, and his mother actually uh, messaged me thinking that it was him, and I had to let him know just to tell his mom that he wasn't um there that she wasn't reaching out to him but that's kind of how we were introduced to each other and he's a really good guy and I wish nothing but success for him so who gets confused for who more does he get confused for you more or do you get more confused you know what I'm trying to say I'm confusing myself here um I'm not sure to be honest with you I don't know if I, I think most of it is on social media when people are tweeting or tagging us and stuff um, but I probably get confused for him more often. Sam, there's, H- a, there's a lot of those, those hockey fans up north are are crazy. Did you play any other sports growing up in Minnesota? I did. I played football and hockey in high school. Oh, what'd okay. you play in hockey? I was a defenseman. Ooh, yeah, yeah six foot six. Were, were you, how long have you been? Like, were you six foot six in like a freshman year? Or was that late? Height? Um, uh, probably my junior and senior year, I was like six four and then six six. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I grew up playing hockey. I think I started when I was about five years old and it's it's such a fun sport and everybody from Minnesota where I'm from is, is crazy about it. Sam Henches on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, uh, guardians, pitchers and catchers reporting today in Goodyear. Uh, so a, a former NFL football player came out on uh, Barstool and said, that uh, that that the NFL is scripted. Can you tell us uh, is Major League Baseball scripted? Major League Baseball is not scripted. Um, that is funny. I have been there's, there's been a lot of buzz about that lately. 
uh, with the NFL, and I think it's kind of funny. Um, I can't imagine it's scripted with, with all the work that those guys put in and um, some of the crazy stuff that happens throughout games. Um, but, no, baseball is, is definitely not scripted. All right, but if you could script it, how would you script this year for the Cleveland Guardians? Win in the World Series. Would you make it easy, though, or would you make it like a really compelling story, couple seven-game series, overcoming adversity, or would you make it just 120 wins in the regular season and just sweep after sweep after sweep? I think a clean sweep in the playoffs would be how I would write it. I think Cleveland probably would prefer that after all the heartbreak that we've endured here. Um, Sam, I I, want to ask you, because you you were drafted right out of high school, right? So you didn't go to college. You were going to go to Arkansas, I believe, Right. right? Right. So how how was that? I mean, being an 18-year-old kid, essentially, going into the minor leagues and having to become a professional uh, at that young of an age, how tough was that? What was that like? Um, I think it was a pretty clean... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Transition for me from a maturity standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think from a from a pitching standpoint, it was not difficult, but I was very raw. I was a um, a pitcher from a Minnesota high school. Didn't get a pitch in a lot of games um, in my high school games. Um, so it was a, it, it was a long development process, and and kind of kudos to, to all the staff members and pitching coaches that have helped me throughout my years and in the Cleveland organization and kind of sticking with me. <laughs> I mean, those first couple of years, I was just out on that mound as a, as a little baby giraffe trying to figure <laughs> out how, how the body moves. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun throughout the development process and, and continuing to develop each and every year and 
that's kind of a tip of the cap to, to all the pitching coaches that Cleveland has had over the years. Sam Hentges, Guardians reliever on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, you mentioned your development. Uh, so much has been made. Shane Bieber, Savali, uh, uh, Tristan McKenzie. The Guardians' ability to develop young pitchers, just seemingly an endless supply of guys that can start Zach Plezak before them. It was guys like uh, Corey Kluber. Way back, it was Jake Westbrook. So what's the secret sauce with the Guardians pitching development? I don't know if there's a secret sauce, and uh, if there was, I probably wouldn't give it to you. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I think it's just a lot of hard work. The pitching coaches are great. They're very personable. They're very good at explaining um, their thoughts and, and trying to relate it to you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like, I mean, you listed a bunch of guys and there's a lot more guys coming up through our system too, that are very talented, but also very hardworking. I think that's also something that Cleveland does a really good job of is, um, drafting and acquiring high character guys. Um, so I think that helps out a lot as well. Sam, looking at your 2021 and then your 2022, it was a huge leap. You became a huge part of the bullpen last year, an instrumental figure in what was maybe the best bullpen in Major League Baseball. For you, going from your first taste of MLB action two years ago to what you were last year, a real standout reliever, what was the key in that development? What had to happen from one year to the next, the, the work you put in, whatever, to, to have you be who you were last year? I think it was just consistency, um, not getting too high or too low, especially in, in 2021, not getting too low and kind of just sticking with it and having other teammates and coaches kind of backing me on that. And then last year, not getting too high. Um, but I think that's something that uh, a lot of, uh, professional baseball players do a good job at is is trying to stay consistent every day and not get too high or too low. So I think that's um, yeah, that's where we're at. You have a favorite Nic Nicholas Cage movie? <laughs> Probably National Treasure. Okay. okay, that's a good one. Yeah, our producer we, hates. For some reason, we've been talking Nick Cage yeah. today on the show. Our producer hates yeah. Nick Cage, and we were <laughs> upset to find out about that because this is a pro Nicholas Cage show. So we just want to make sure you're pro Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I like National Treasure and um, what's the other the one with the uh, the Declaration of Independence? Oh, that is the National Treasure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that uh, yeah, that's definitely my the favorite. second one. <laughs> no, I I think the first one. First the first one, okay. one I like more. The original. Um, yeah, he's a good actor. Sam, thank you. Uh, and we agree. Yeah, we and, agree. And we thank you for agreeing with us. Sam, what's Tito like away from cameras? He's awesome, man. He's very uh, loves to talk smack. Um, he's funny. He's he's very entertaining. Everyone. He's kind of someone who walks into a room and and everybody kind of gravitates towards. And I think that's um, speak for everybody in the building when when they say that he's very respected throughout our organization. And he's kind of. I mean, he's the main man, and everybody likes him. Everybody follows him. But he is. He's pretty funny, man. When you when you get him get him away from the cameras and away from some people, he's uh he's he's a funny dude. Do you have a Tito impression? Because we do one on air here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. What if, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. What if I throw one out and then okay. maybe maybe we'll we'll build some trust here? Because uh, okay. all, all what we do is we do breaking ball, Borny, uh, Borny, okay, Borny, Millsy, Millsy, Millsy. 
Millsy's a good one. Um, I think uh, maybe we uh, we play the game hard. We play the game the right way. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Breaking ball. Play, play Breaking game, ball. Play, play, play the game I like the, the, right the Millsy one. Millsy. The Millsy one's good. So, like five years ago, the first time I interviewed Tito on this station, I I I, I said breaking ball to him. And it went over like a lead balloon. It did not go over well. <laughs> uh, all right. What are we talking What are we thinking about this year? What's the bar this year for the Cleveland Guardians? Um, I think kind of just, just to pick up where we left off last year. I mean, like I said earlier, I think there's, there's a good young core on the team. And obviously you got the leaders like Beads and Plesak and Hosey. And um, I think Josh Bell and Zanino are going to play a a very large role in our success this year. But then you got the, the Quans and the Gonzalez and the Brennan and um, guys like that, that we can kind of stick together for the next couple of years and just kind of build what we've, we kind of established last year. That's another one. Hosey. 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 Sam. Hosey. Ah, there we go. There we go. Uh, Sam, we wish you the best of luck, man. Uh, by the way, since you mentioned it, um, happy birthday to your wonderful wife as well. And uh, hopefully, in about was six weeks' time, we'll be watching you on the mound for the Cleveland Guardians on the path to a world championship this year. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Thanks, buddy. buddy. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Everyone should have a Paula Baelish. Paula, today it's Valentine's Day, and she just dropped off free donuts. For everybody, because she's just the best person. Just, yeah, like in the world, she's like our, our den mother. Like, and here's and can I tell you? Do you know how I know that the good people in afternoon across every one of the stations here at Odyssey Cleveland are good people? There is not one half donut in that box. Everyone to a human being, if they've taken a donut, they've eaten the whole damn thing. America might work out, guys. Things might not be as bleak as possible. Uh, well, John actually said that he would only eat half a donut when I was standing next to him. And I said, don't you dare. John? Yes. John who? En- Engineer John. Oh. And, 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 and I said, don't you dare do it. He goes, well, I don't want to do it because I don't want to leave the other half because it won't be eaten, which he nailed. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll eat the other half. We split it. Okay. It was, it was a All good right. deal. You saved yeah. America. Oh, we did. You, you, oh, yeah. you saved the station and our legacy. See? Yeah. Yeah. Half donuts. John, no, no, yeah, no. John. And I, I know this is not is not the Nick specific bit. Guys, half a donut. Eating half a donut does not show that you are you're being strong. Eating a full donut and not having a second donut, that's having self control. Not eating a donut at all. That's self control. Eating half a donut is something the Antichrist would do. Well, I eat zero donuts because I hate sweets. So this is your Nick Cage. You hate sweets. Yeah, I don't like baked goods. Huh? I don't like baked goods. Give it to me again. Why? <laughs> Give it to me! Okay, because? Uh, just they don't do anything for me. Give it to me! Give it to me! I don't like desserts. Is this, is this a like, recent thing? Or? No, it's like my whole life. I mean, there's there are a few things that I'll eat once in a while, but like I'm not a dessert guy. I'm not a cake guy. Uh, I've gotten birthday cake every year of my whole life, and I don't know. I don't know why people buy me birthday cakes because uh-huh. I never eat even eat a bite. So, what would you rather have? Like a like nothing? A, like a birthday blintz? A birthday birthday what? Blintz? What's that? It's like a it's like 
like a pancake kind of thing? No, I don't. I don't like pancakes either. Okay. Um, I mean, they're fine. I, I don't. I don't go out of my way to eat pancakes. Birthday but, cocktail. Yeah, I like cocktails. There you go. That sounds real dangerous, though. Hey, we we joined in and we got this birthday cocktail, and you have to drink it out of like uh, just a giant yeah. vase. That's how that because everybody yeah. got you a drink. By the way, mm-hmm. the other night, BT Dubs on Friday night, me, Sarah, and another couple, we went to the uh, the haunted schoolhouse down in Akron. Mm-hmm. For the Cupid's Revenge, yeah, they they turned the haunted house into basically a Valentine's Day dance massacre. Uh huh. It's pretty awesome. Um, so we did that, and then we're leaving the place, and we just my buddy just wanted to go to like some hole in the wall bar we'd never been to before. We just like looked for the first one we could see, mm-hmm. and we walked in, and I, I thought it was gonna be like super sus, but it was uh pretty fun, and uh, we did a Jaeger bomb, and I haven't done a Jaeger bomb since I was in college. You can still do those, yeah. So I have, I have a buddy who. Honestly, it's the drink that almost made him an alcoholic. Jaeger bombs? Um, yeah, and then it, it started messing with his blood pressure, and so he's like, oh, I just have to get to sugar-free Red Bull. And I was like, I think you might have missed what the doctor told you. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's the Jaeger bomb altogether, not necessarily the sugar in the Red Bull Yeah, so give me, give me a Jaeger bomb on my birthday. I, I don't want a cake. I don't want any sweets. I, don't, like, I, I went to the bathroom just during the break, and I walked uh-huh. past the donuts. And I looked down, and I'm like, who the hell can eat these things? America. Yeah, they look disgusting. Everybody in this yeah, room. Yeah, everybody. Like, listen, and don't Keith. don't get me wrong. Like, if you're going to give me some hot and ready, like, Krispy Kreme glazed donuts with some OJ, oh. like, I, I'm down with that. So you're you're like a bakery supremacist. Not even that. There's so just you a few, only, there's like, there's, there's just a few things that I can, get, I, I can get down with. There is nothing better than a fresh. Yeah, I mean, a hot and ready. Oh, yeah. Or even if they're not hot and ready, you throw it in the microwave for like 15 seconds. So why couldn't you just throw one of those donuts? No, because those aren't glazed donuts. We, actually, there are some glazed donuts. Glazed. Yeah, those aren't Krispy Kreme. Okay, I, I, I'm still a little befuddled by this. I, I'm just kind of picky, and I don't like grocery store donuts. But it's weird because you no, do no like offense things. To, I mean, it's very nice for her to bring those in. Everyone yeah, you here, hate Paula now. No, we'll, we'll let her know. Shut up. Everyone's <laughs> gonna eat the donuts, and that's fine. Uh huh. I'm just not gonna be one of them. Now, do you judge other people for their love of sweets? That's a yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I walked in with a donut. Because Paula was so nice to bring us the donuts. And I'm like, do I eat it in the hall so I don't then get asked and judged? Or do I just say, you know what? I don't care what anybody thinks. And I chose to not care what anybody thinks. To this day, I still, there's like lines that Mel Tucker used to say back in the day when I was with him at Ohio State Mm -hmm. that to this day I'll still use. And one of which was the funniest line ever was like, there was a, you know, we'd have like cookies and, and like, sweets at our like team meals and stuff mm-hmm. and there was an offensive lineman that was going up and he got like a plate of cookies and mel was like sure you need that <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yep is mel still saying that because oh god yeah i was gonna say because mel has uh oh, but he's getting older man okay maybe put on some lbs maybe, yeah put on some lbs i'm not judging Dude, coaching does that to you by the way oh yeah yeah find I, me a coach that's lost weight that's the guys that get fired and have the year off on the uh on the company's salary Keith, you step to the microphone. Well, I was just going to say, good on you for bringing it into the studio and owning it up to eating it. Because if you would have stood in the hall and tried to hide it, chances are somebody's grabbing a picture. Yeah, that's fair. Of uh, uh, what? Nick there really the is. Yeah, if, there, you, if you try to hide eating food like that, somebody's I, snapping a picture. I did learn a long time ago that there are no more judgmental people in the world than people who work in sports talk. And I'm not talking about this show, I'm talking about every show. 
And so, like, anything you say or do or think about Cannon doing will be used against you. And it will be in a group thread with your coworkers that you're not involved in. Right. Yeah. And you just kind of have to be like, okay, all right, that's the way I it mean, is. You know how it's going to go down. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, Keith, or we, do we have a group text with, about his donut? No, we do not. Not yet. Oh, we haven't started that yet? Oh, okay. but I, that's what I was alluding to. Spring League. I was alluding to somebody would likely snap a picture and then it becomes fodder for the rest of the station. See, the only, typically, it's Keith that takes the. Yeah, the only thing really the best at, I'm really at good sneaking at uh, pictures. Oh, that was really close. Um, the only thing is, I will say, I am as, as stealthy as you are, I am also quite stealthy. Although Keith is the most stealthy human being I've ever. Which, just, one, which one's that? that uh, that's oh. somebody on the steps getting their shoe tied. Keith just walks by people and he acts like he's on the phone. And he's just snapping pictures. Keith is the most ruthless stealth. person I've ever met. So stealth. Like, I can't wait until Keith's kid is in high school. And Keith, this poor kid is just going to be like, it's going to be immune to criticism. Because oh, Keith kid, will have the just... Kid's gonna, he, he's going to grow up like he's... Um, I, like I say this all the time, like he's going to be like a Navy SEAL in high school. Yeah. He's going to be the, like the biggest, badass, toughest dude, regardless of how big the kid is. He's just going to be, he's going to have this ego of the, who the hell are you? Keith, do you like sweets? Uh, yes, I do. Oh. Actually. That's an upset I'm, special. One, one, I'm a big cake fan. Mm-hmm. Two, cake sucks. Uh, every morning I eat, after I work out, I have candy every morning. Gummy bears, sweet oh, I tarts. I candy. Hey, candy. Nerds. I mean, you That's, name it. I mean, gummy bears but it and sour make candy. Sense. Yeah, it does make sense. How, well, no, it doesn't make sense. You have to replenish. That you look like that. Replenish sugar? Yeah. Yeah, it's good sugar. Glucose. Wait, wait. I got made fun of for saying dietary fat is good well, you fat. Don't, you don't just eat it in the middle of the day just to eat it. You, you time it up after a workout. Then the Haribus have dextrose in it, which is good for you. Right. After a workout. I feel like this is just being people who know a lot about... Um, a lot about nutrition, just making things and up. And I don't so sit you, there and eat a whole bag. Like, oh, okay, so how so, much so do you now eat? you feel like us? I eat like a couple, you know, like <laughs> a couple small handfuls. All right, what does a small handful look like? It's probably, I don't know, probably like 20, 25 pieces. Okay. Yeah. It's a, Twitter. Oh, that's a couple handfuls. Uh, KJH saying, Dustin doesn't eat sweets? Wait, you think you're better than us, Fox? Is that it? No, I'm not better than anybody. I just don't like sweets. Like, my whole life, I've never really gotten into eating sweets. My grandma was, like, the best cook. Like, she made the the, the best pies, the best mm-hmm. cakes, and I never really got into it. I was, mean, she, like, did I, you not like her, like, on the no, DL? I, I, it was, no, like, I revenge? Lo- I, I loved her. I mean, she made a, a, a killer apple pie, uh-huh. which, you know, apple pie I can eat once in a while. Mm-hmm. Apple pie, carrot cake. I, I'm just so fat. I can't even get around the idea of not liking baked goods. And, sh- and by the way, it's totally okay that you don't. But as a colossal fat ass, I just can't wrap my head around being like, oh, yeah, there's donuts. And now, when I walk, there's, there are great stretches of time in my life. There were two years. It was two years ago. Uh, where I could walk by a donut and be like, eh, not worth it. But, I, but every time, I would still have to think. About I didn't think once it I might be worth it. That's gross. Yeah, it might be worth it, and then I have to be like, no, Nick, it's not worth it. But that'd still be the thought, the idea that you just walk by and it's not even a thought. I mean, that's- like I saw the cream stick and almost vomited. Ah. <sighs> 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.